Tuesday, February 14th, 2023, I'm almost positive. I am positive that I am Dan Rubin and that that is Steve Wiltfong, Director of Recruiting for 24-7 Sports. You notice the wry smile. That means you know signing day has passed. Steve is back in his humble abode in the greater Indianapolis area. He is not in transit to Nashville. He is relieved. He is relaxed. He is refreshed. Steve, how goes it? Going well. We also did a hell of a pregame show on Ohio we State did. here before we jumped on live here. We should have just hit the record button. Um, we wouldn't be employed. We can, maybe we can rehash some of some of the stuff, though. But uh, If we had played that first 30 minutes to the people, um, we'd probably be uh, – hitchhiking somewhere right now so we're not i do, do know this though we did not say this on the pregame show but i do know that the day after the super bowl 6 a.m workout a lot of juice in that ohio state building as they as they got after it for another workout and i was because i asked you know i was talking to one of the coaches and i just said it was there a good energy in there because i was hurting you know we had i cooked 20 pounds of wings had 20 pounds of meatballs had over 40 people over half of them kids uh um and, uh, you know, had some tall boys and we got after it, you know, and uh, I was hurting, but they, so I asked what the energy was like for a 6 a.m. workout after a Super Bowl game that goes down to the wire. And so great energy. I mean, when you're up 14 points with 10 minutes to go in a playoff semifinal, this was basically the words given back to me, like, you know what your mission is. You know? sure. And so it's. Let so uh, bring that up again. Uh, you know, we watched the championship game or the Super Bowl. And when it comes down to a controversial call like that, I get a little tweaked because I am, uh, I feel like I'm very versed in small calls or whether a guy has caught a pass and fumbled, which he did. Um, I had a little flashback to T Higgins, but uh, anyway, we digress. We've got some good stuff to talk about. Go ahead. Y'all were up 14 with 10 minutes to go against Georgia was my point. And so that's – I knew. Oh, I knew what you were talking about. Super Bowl be damned. We got to get after it at 6 a.m. because we're coming back stronger, you know. Yeah, I think 6 a.m. anytime you call over there is a good time to uh, see what they're doing. We used to cover high school football. When a team would get eliminated from the playoffs, we would call the weight room at 7 a.m. on Monday morning and ask the coach how many guys are in there. And you could pretty much determine their record for the next year by the number. Centerville High School in Northern Virginia once the answer was 93. That's the all-time record. So you're talking 6 a.m. on a Monday after losing in the playoffs. You got 93 kids in there on a high school team. You're going to win some football games. All right. Let's talk recruiting. You've had a ton of great stuff up there. The last few days have really been fun on the site. Many offers going out to some super high-profile guys. Also, some great updates on really coveted 2024 players as that class comes into 
prime focus here. The guy I want to discuss off the top is very interesting to me. As you know, I have an obsession with Gwinnett County. I feel like it's ridiculous, the amount of talent that's produced there, and feel like Georgia and Alabama, that's a place we've got to get into. We did do it for the defensive player of the year, Caden McDonald. We've got to go back in there and get some more dudes. Now, one guy we got to get, K.J. Bolden. Safety out of Buford, Georgia. Now, it's not just that he's Perry Eliano's cousin. And it's not just that he's a defensive back. He's a safety. And Perry Eliano is the safety's coach. You can't have a tighter hook than that. Now, the problem with this is what? He is a regular at Georgia. That disturbs me. Uh, Alabama wants him. Justice Haynes went to Buford, and he's probably going to room with Caleb Downs. And my guess is when he goes on his visit at Alabama, and Nick Saban is the defensive back guru, and he has him around those dudes, that scares me. K.J. Bolden is very high in Ohio State. He's scheduled a visit. Obviously, the June 16th through 18th weekend is going to be enormous. Please tell me K.J. Bolden will end up a Buckeye. Well, I think that he's been extremely positive with Ohio State about where the Buckeyes stand and talking to him at various events throughout the process. I know that he loves Ohio State. And uh, as Blair Angula reported over the weekend after spending time with him in Las Vegas at that battle event, he'll take his official visit in June. But I think he's also expected on campus in the spring for a spring practice. So no question, Ohio State is near the top of the list for K.J. Bolden. You keep calling him a safety. I think he's a nickel for the Buckeyes. That's a guy they envision him uh, playing a lot more nickel, envision him in the return game. Maybe there's a package for him on offense. He's dynamic with the ball in his hands. So I think Ohio State has put out a lot of potential opportunity for him to come in and make an impact at one of the best college football programs in the country. He's got a really good report with Ohio State staff. Loves that the program's in the hunt year in and year out. He's no stranger to campus. He was, he's been to big games at Ohio State. Uh, he was at the Notre Dame game this past fall. Knows what it's like in the shoe in prime time. Uh, so there's, you know, Ohio State checks all the boxes for him, but so do a couple of his other finalists. You know, George is in the thick of it. Uh, he's had some great visits to Clemson. He's high on Alabama, you know, Florida State, Tennessee, or a couple others in the mix. But I would say uh, that um, Ohio State is a major challenger in this recruitment. And, uh, you know, I think he's given people reason to believe around Ohio State, that they're incredibly positioned. So we'll see what happens over these next wave of visits going into a summer decision. All right, let's drill down on a couple things there. One, he's Perry Eliano's cousin. Now, cousin is a term we often use about many people in our family. I'm wondering how close they actually were. And secondly, you mentioned the offense. A lot of times when a guy of this caliber comes up, the idea of giving him a couple carries on offense to, to tempt him is one thing. If you watch his tape, he is legitimately a two-way guy. Like, he is a main cog in their offense. Uh, he reminds me, um, for those of you in Ohio, he reminds me of Marshawn Lattimore in high school, a legitimate two-way threat that I actually thought could have been a slot receiver or, or a guy like that. So do you really think it's a truly a two-way guy? Because I know you hear that a lot. And then the hook with Eliano, I got to think that's the only reason they're really going to have a chance to win this. Well, I think – Perry Aliano is one of the best recruiters in the country. I think he's, uh, if you guys have heard him talk in interviews or, or whatnot, he's 
very genuine guy that builds meaningful relationships with people. Obviously, he's related to, to Bolden here, so he's got that extra extra juice there. And then, look, Buford's one of the best high school football programs in the country. It has been for a couple decades, and it's a place that's probably hard for guys to go two ways. I bet if you look traditionally at their roster, they don't have a lot of two-way impact guys. Um, so that just speaks to the high football IQ KJ Bolden has in addition to his, his talent. Um, he has jump off the tape speed, by the way, like he's a track guy that plays football that doesn't look like a track guy when he runs, you know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. he's incredible. So obviously they'll be in the mix for him. Where would you put him in terms of, I mean, his ranking is lofty in terms of his spot in the past five years, he's got to be up there in terms of a prospect. Yeah, I mean, we have him number two right now. Now, who knows what our analysts will do because of position value and things like that compared to the NFL draft. But from a talent and skill standpoint, there's not many that, you know, have as much upside to be great college players as K.J. Bolden does. We spent a lot of time on him there, obviously, because they're going to be in the mix for him a ton. Uh, I think he's actually supposed to commit at the end of the summer, though, so maybe we'll get that handled and not be talking about him right up until signing day. All right, we're going to run through some other names here. Elijah Rushing, the latest, your thoughts, maybe a little yeah. background because we're very, introducing you guys a bit. Very exciting defensive end, edge guy, pass rusher uh, with a ton of tangibles and intangibles. Easy to see why he's so regarded uh, for what he brings to a football team on and off the field. Ohio State recently offered, but there's a ton of interest in the Buckeyes. His dad said they're looking to visit this spring and that his son loves Larry Johnson. Obviously, uh, Larry Johnson's track record is well known on this show, so we don't have to go into that, but it's appealing to him. And it's one of the schools that looks like it's on the short list for a visit this spring. There you have something locked in for Miami. Uh, they want to get to Notre Dame again, uh, get back up to Oregon. Uh, he was recently at Washington, um, but all the major programs are in here recruiting Elijah Rushing and, and and Notre Dame, or excuse me, Ohio State is one of the prominent players here as far as spring visits go. This is just a cursory observation. I have no numbers to back it up, but it does seem like Arizona over the last five to ten years has started to produce more elite talent, and it looks like that state is not producing a college that can keep them in state. So that is a battleground for guys like B. John sure. Robinson and, uh, you know, Receivers we've gotten out of there. So a very interesting setup there. Lathan Ransom, good dudes, but it looks like uh, Arizona and Arizona State are, are not able to keep them around. Good for us. All right, the next guy. Talk about a football player for athletes. Sammy Brown, we've talked about it. Um, do you think they're really in the mix for him? It feels like another guy who's really. I mean, I think they're on the short list, but I wouldn't put him one or two. So that's yeah. up to you guys to decipher. I mean, he's genuinely interested in Ohio State. Talks to him regularly. Talks to Coach Knowles all the time. Talks to Coach Laronitis all the time. Has had some great visits to Ohio State. So there's no question he's really excited about the Buckeyes. I would imagine he's going to take an official visit uh, to Ohio State as well, and they're going to be a finalist. Uh, Georgia and Clemson are obviously very relevant in his recruitment as well. He was at Georgia's uh, national championship celebration. He was at Clemson's elite junior day. Uh, he's got terrific relationships with those D coordinators and head coaches as well. I just think, I just think it's going to be hard for Ohio state, but you got to keep swinging. You know, I mean, it's, 
uh, it's recruiting and you get in there and you win some, you lose some. And, and, uh, but he really likes Ohio state, but at the end of the day, do I think he'll pick Ohio state over Georgia or Clemson? Not today, but there's still more runway in that recruitment. That doesn't make what I'm saying. I, I may be wrong. Hell, maybe you'll yeah, be no, but you're, you have an educated vibe considering the fact that your job. All right. Uh, back to Arizona. And actually the Dean has put in a crystal ball for this guy, Miles Lockhart. And another defensive back I want you to comment on before we take a quick break. Ify Obadegwu. Yeah, out of Powerhouse St. Francis. He just put out his top schools list, and he's got a visit to Ohio State at the end of March. You know, So it's obvious that he's extremely excited about the Buckeyes. I know he was recently at Oregon and recently at Tennessee. Maryland's been on him for a long time. But Ohio State's had a lot of success in the DMV area uh, historically. Um, and this is a young man. About Michigan there. That's St. Francis. Is that the Michigan stronghold that used to be? Yeah. Look, I mean, Michigan's well-respected over there. Uh, Biff Pogey was the head coach at St. Francis. Then he worked at Michigan. I mean, he's the head coach at Charlotte now, you know? So, I mean, it's, yeah, I just know he's got an Ohio state visit on the books right now. And, and, and historically Ohio state's done a good job recruiting that area. They're in on some other guys out that way, like Jordan Seaton. So, you know, we'll see. Baltimore and D.C., definitely a big spot for them. All right, let's take a quick break, come back, and we've got some other interesting stuff to talk about here. What, how much time are we in here? 13 minutes. Okay. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, and we're back. A little perspective from the Fong here. Ohio State fans are thrilled that Davison Igbenosin transferred to Ohio State from Ole Miss. We were talking before the show. The decision came down to Ohio State and Michigan. He chose Ohio State. Ironically, I guess a week to 10 days later, Chris Patridge returned to Michigan, and he was the reason Igbenosin chose Ole Miss in the first place out of New Jersey. So hopefully that was a sliding door that closed on Michigan and Ohio State's favor. But you saw Davidson and know about him. What do you think Ohio State is getting? You were particularly high on him in high school. Yeah, he's at one point was committed to Rutgers too. He had uh, he had as a uh, junior, he had over a thousand yards of total offense and thirteen scores, in addition to you know nearly a hundred tackles and a couple interceptions. But just a lot of upside, physically long, rangy guy, uh, elite change of direction ability physical football player just natural on the field on both sides of the ball 
that ended up committing to Ole Miss because Chris Partridge did a hell of a job recruiting him from New Jersey, and they played a defensive scheme that that he liked. Uh, but this is a you know this is a guy that comes to Ohio State that athletically stacks up. You know we'll see what happens. You know now that he's he's in there, but I mean he's a guy that has a ton of upside that. I think can continue to give the Buckeyes secondary a boost. Yeah, and that's this is a a really strong transfer if for no other reason, like you mentioned, his talent. But he's got two years to play, so that hurts. I mean, when you talk about losing a transfer, Ole Miss, that hurts. You got a guy who comes in and starts year yeah. one, and then he boogies. That's a problem. So especially especially for them, where they struggle to get difference makers on defense, and they're kind of a. They're they're an offensive team that yeah no nah, they're that one stung in Oxford and hey the rich get richer up there in yeah. Columbus with another talented shed, guy we'll shed no tears for our SEC semi brethren all right an interesting guy who I think depending on how long his recruitment goes will challenge KJ Bolden and the like for name drops and that is Cincinnati running back. Jordan Marshall. Anytime you have a huge recruit, and I mean huge, out of the state of Cincinnati, it becomes a little more interesting than when the player is elsewhere in the state. The track record Ohio State has in Cincinnati is good, maybe not stellar. And there are some other schools that are really recruiting Jordan Marshall hard, really hard. Wisconsin and Michigan. And you think there's this is not going to be the slam dunk maybe that the publisher of Bucknuts thinks it is? No, and Tennessee's in there as well uh, for for Marshall, who you know, I mean, a couple of years ago I would have been like, yeah, he likes Michigan, but man, I just you know, but Michigan they got a track record now, right? Mm-hmm. Two straight college football playoffs, two Big Ten titles, uh, two Joe Moore awards. Uh, some running backs that are uh, among the best in college football. And I think that he's really enjoyed his time up there in Ann Arbor, built a really good report with that staff. And, and, and so I mean, Michigan, it, it's been a while. I can't think of the last time they've come into Ohio and beat Ohio state for a guy that they wanted. Uh, but it has happened in a lot of listeners lifetimes here. And I think that this could be one where Michigan can come into Ohio and, and win. Now, Ohio State is certainly very high on his list, and he really likes the Buckeyes as well and has had some great experiences there. I don't know if there's a program recruiting him harder than Wisconsin. You know, you, uh, that's a relationship that carries over from their time when they were at Cincinnati, and they've already gotten him up to Madison. And then certainly Tennessee, we've seen what they're capable of on the recruiting trail for guys that they prioritize right now. But Jordan Marshall is not a recruitment with where it's a program that you have to kiss his ass to get him, you know, like he is not high maintenance. Uh, he, he's uh, identified the schools he likes and he's on a mission, you know? And so he's looking at programs that have track records, not programs that, you know, it's, it's not, it's not a, a, some, some recruitments come down to, I had the best relationship. I think for Jordan Marshall, he's making a decision based on where he can be the most successful for people that he likes being around. Um, And so those schools have all shown that. I think that Michigan has some momentum in this recruitment, and we'll see what happens during the next wave of of visits. 
No pressure, Ohio State staff, but Jordan Marshall is a must get. Ohio State's in on a lot of running backs, and I'll say this: I know there is no must get recruit for programs that are in the college football playoff hunt year in and year out, as long as you keep maintaining the standard of talent that you're bringing in. And uh, I understand it's easy to say this is the top running back in the Midwest and he's in our state. So he's a must get, but if you turn mm-hmm. around and get like a James peoples or someone that we're not even talking about, it's all about who you actually get and, and then what you do with them when they come. And so I just wouldn't hold the home team on this show hostage on a recruit. Now they're trying like hell to get them and he's high on the board, but you know, Ohio state's got a lot of running back offers out too. Now, you know, they're not, so, it, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I wouldn't deem anyone must get. It's kind of like Georgia. It's like they got to get Dylan Rayola because they didn't sign anyone last year. It's like, well, damn it. They want two, two. excuse me for that. I'm sorry I said that. But they want two national titles in a row. No one's must get for the Georgia Bulldogs right now. No one's must get for Ohio State. If Dylan Rayola lived in Gwinnett County, I think he'd be a must get. That's my only vibe here. I hear what you're saying, and I empathize, but. Agree to disagree. I think if you're Ohio State and you have Jordan, I mean, I'm trying to think back. The last time I, an Ohio back has been this coveted, but you got to get the guys in Ohio. Just got to continue to get really good players. That's James all. Peoples, by the way, you mentioned is fantastic. I mean, the running backs Ohio State goes after anyone they offer. If you go watch their tape, it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? They're the they're the running back in town that everybody wants, but sure. And Mark Fletcher's recruitment goes sideways on Ohio state, but that all of a sudden that was a recruitment that they, they had no chance to win at, uh, you know, some guy like Ohio state's recruiting in a bucket. And sometimes all the elite running backs aren't in that bucket that you recruit from. They're in a different bucket that other schools are recruiting from, but um, it, it, look, they're in on the right guys every year. You win some, you lose some, but they have a very talented they have every every room's very talented. There's not a must-get recruit as long as you continue to get guys that maintain the standard of talent that you're looking for. If you have to keep going to your plan B's and your plan C's year in and year out, you're eventually not going to be in the mix to win 13 or 14 games. So you got to hit on your A-listers. Here's what we do know. We need running backs. Lots of them because we all watch the – playoff and Ohio State was down to guys who entered camp that I would have predicted would have had about five or ten carries all season so we appreciate the Fong stopping by have a good one Bucknutters take care y'all see you on the front row